Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigadde, and this is The Rundown. Incumbents in Illinois' congressional delegation are facing challenges from within their own parties. The official opening of campaign season 2024 began this week, when candidates could start filing their nominating petitions with the state. Three-term Congressman Jesus Chuy Garcia and 15th Ward Alderman Raymond Lopez both filed his Democrats in the 4th Congressional District. In the 7th Congressional District, 14-term Congressman Danny Davis and City Treasurer Melissa Conyers-Irvin both filed petitions for the March 19th Democratic primary. Incumbents Jan Schakowsky, Sean Kasten, and Bill Foster, all suburban Democrats, each drew primary challengers. And far downstate, former Republican gubernatorial candidate Darren Bailey will attempt to unseat five-term GOP Congressman Mike Bost. <laughs> Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker is commending the city of Chicago for handling what he calls a, quote, unmanageable influx of asylum seekers. That's a departure from his comments earlier this month, when he criticized the city for moving too slowly and sheltering migrants as temperatures were dropping. At a Crane's Chicago business luncheon yesterday, Pritzker took credit for sending $160 million in additional funding to Chicago to help migrants get work permits and into housing. You know, there came a point where, <clears throat> you know, you're close enough to the very cold weather that we just had to, you know, step in and try to step up the effort. Pritzker says the state has yet to receive any federal funding to reimburse it for supporting migrants. And pleas with officials in Texas to divert migrant buses to other cities have gone unanswered. In Chicago, Mayor Brandon Johnson's plan to build a tent shelter city in Brighton Park Asylum has to pass another step. The city has been evaluating the site for potential health impacts from previous heavy metal contamination. Officials say additional environmental details will be provided later this week. The number of COVID-19 infections is going up in some parts of Illinois. While the risk in Chicago is currently low, health officials worry that COVID numbers are going to rise here, too. Infectious disease doctor Mia Teromina of Dooley Health and Care says COVID numbers rose into the medium risk level in 20 Illinois counties. And she told WBEZ's Reset that means it's only a matter of time until that happens in the Chicago area. Once we go from low to that medium risk, we really need to consider what our health risks are. If we are up to date on vaccines, how vaccinated the folks that we're going to be enjoying the holidays with are, and you know what mitigation strategies we can put in a place to try and make for some healthy, safe holidays. Teromina says the best way to protect yourself from COVID is by getting the latest version of the vaccine. A metro train struck and killed a pedestrian in the city's Edison Park neighborhood yesterday, adding to the growing list of train incidents in the Chicago area over the past few weeks. Incidents this month involving Metra, the Chicago Transit Authority's Yellow Line, Amtrak, and a Norfolk Southern freight train are all raising concerns about rail safety. But DePaul Transportation Professor Joe Schweiderman says it's a safe mode of travel. Schweiderman instead attributes some of these events to inattentive drivers and pedestrians. We're addicted to those devices more than ever. So if there is a effect here, it's that people are just behaving differently when around trains uh, due to all the distractions and stresses of post-pandemic life. He adds that the Chicago area's large number of rail crossings also make collisions more likely here.
Some quick things you should know today. Northwestern University officials have called the all-clear after gunfire near the school's Chicago campus last night. The Sun-Times reports there was a large fight in the street around 9 o'clock in the 300 block of East Chicago when a woman pulled out a handgun and fired one shot. Northwestern alerted those on campus to take shelter and said police were responding. No injuries or arrests have been reported. It's been a slow start for candidate filings in the race to become Cook County's next top prosecutor. The current top prosecutor, Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox, is not going to seek re-election next year. That means one of the most important and high-profile elected positions in the state is up for grabs. But yesterday, the first day candidates can file to be on the March primary ballot, only Clayton Harris III put in his paperwork. The weather today, it's going to be cold with a high of 26 degrees. Tomorrow it should warm up a bit, with sunny skies and temps in the low 40s. Later today, we're talking to Andrew Davis. Even if you don't know his name, I bet you've seen one of his movies. He's the director behind The Fugitive, A Perfect Murder, and Holes. Yes, those were all the same guy. And a lot of his movies are set right here in Chicago. I understood the city, and I understood the fabric of how to get something to look tough, or look slick, or look classy, or where to find unique kind of places that we could work. My Rundown co-host Aaron Allen talks to Andrew Davis about the 45th anniversary of his first film, Stony Island. That's today at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Nami Gadde. Thanks for listening.